It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. Welcome to Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Welcome to Saturdays in Tassie. Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning. Kindly joined by Bailey Kenzie. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. It's Thanks a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming on. Bailey's from Win News um, and so excited to have you as part of part of the family today. Um, how are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. I've got a local sporting update for you, so yeah. looking forward to getting straight into that. Yeah, I'm excited. There's lots to talk about. So let's get straight into it. The Tasmanian Sports Update for Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian Real Estate Experts, Bailey where should we start, TSL? I reckon we What's should start with on? TSL. Well, Give us the lowdown. We've got a massive game today at Windsor Park. Kingra taking on Launceston. Both sides are locked in at first and second on the ladder. And now this is going to be a bit of a preview of the qualifying final that we'll see in the coming week, uh, in the coming few weeks in September. Kingra have never actually won a game at Windsor Park. In fact, the only time they've won at Launceston was when they beat North Lonnie earlier this year. Okay. The big news, though, coming out of this game is that infamous letter sent to Mitch Thorpe. Yes. And I want to get your guys' awkward. thoughts. <laughs> Who sent that letter? It's a bit well, awkward, isn't it? Well, it wasn't me. It? I'm sure you're <laughs> looking, looking at me. At I, I did not send the letter. I just want to hear what you have to say about it. I'd like it. to read the letter. Was, has it been Wait, haven't publicised? you got it on your phone? Have you got I it on your phone? I can pull it up. Yeah, That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to read that off, uh, offline. But... Um, yeah, everyone loves a grudge match. I think I think that's terrific. You know, if you look back at the at so the. So what did it? Hang on, what did it say? Old school intimidation tactics from Tigers. So the letter what? originated. It ended up in Coach Mitch Thorpe's mailbox. In fact, and Launceston shared it on their social media. It says, "Beware, we are coming," and it's got here a photo of Marcus Gardner. So there's some speculation that it's come from Kingra, and other speculation that it's come from Launceston. Either way. A bit, of, a bit of rivalry spurring there ahead of the game, yeah, which we love wow. to see. Let's move down into the south. We've got the battle of the two Norths in the south. North, Lon- North Launceston taking on North Hobart. Yeah. It's a big day for North Hobart. Hugh Williams is notching up his 200th senior game. Yeah. He's had a stellar career. He's originally from Scottsdale. He's played the second most games for the club as captain, which is 113 games. He's yeah, won wow. the best and fairest. Numerous runners-up, and he's a massive stalwart at the club, and it'll be a great occasion for him. So, Jeeva, you'd know a thing or two about playing milestone games? Oh, I thought you were going to say I'd know a thing or two about Hugh Williams, <laughs> uh, who's also a Newtown cricketer, first grader. Different cricketer. Different person. Is it a different there's person? There's two Hugh Williams, I'm told, within the North Hobart side. So uh-huh. they call him uh-huh. Hugh Williams Senior, and there's a uh-huh. Hugh Williams Junior. Not related. Okay. I, th- I think it is the same guy, though. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm happy to have a small wager on that. Um, (laughs) But uh, I think with with milestone games, it's, um, I don't know, 200 games of senior footy and 113 games as captain, you know, equal most in the club's history. This is the longest standing football club in the States. 
Um, so that, that that's a huge achievement. Congratulations to him. And North Hobart have struggled a little bit this year, haven't they? They've, they've been young for a while, and um, hopefully they can they can notch up a win against North. who have struggled a little bit this year too. Well, that's right. North Hobart have got the chance to upset North Lonnie. They'll need to North, North Lonnie will need to win both their games to have a shot at making finals. And with that, they've got six of their Devils players back as the NAB League takes a bit of a break. That's good. But they lose Brandon Leary, who's been called up to North Melbourne's VFL side. And also Fletcher Bennett, who sadly was ruled out for the remainder of the season with kidney bruising. So oh, geez. a topsy-turvy lineup for the Northern Bombers. Let's have a look at Clarence coming up against Glenorchy. Now, it's a big game for Clarence's coach, Peter Ryan, who's in his first year of coaching. He's a Glenorchy club legend, so it was already a grudge match. Now it's even more of a grudge match, coaching against the side that he once played for. Um, it's no secret his Clarence side have lost a lot of players in the off-season, but they've surprised a few, and they're, they're sitting in third, so the underdogs are coming good there, Jeevesy. Yeah, uh, Glenorchy to Clarence never works, to be honest. That is, that is one of the great rivalries, um, Eastern Shore versus the, the northern suburb scumbags. Of which I'm a part, I'm a member of, I'm allowed to say it, you guys aren't. Um, yeah, huge, huge game. Glenorchy, just a, a very sad story. Aaron Cornelius has re-signed um, into, into next year, which is good news for the club, but they're, they're in a world of pain. No under-15s, no under-18s teams. Uh, they've struggled for development league. Um, you know, hope, hopefully they can, they can bounce out of that in, in, in the next couple of years. And hopefully they can secure their first win for the season as well. That would be massive with the re-signing of Ace. Um, and that pretty much rounds out our TSL news. So, hang on. With this TSL, before we go on to the next thing, or maybe it's in, it's in our, your, next, um, your, your next part of what you've got to go through, but what about this? I've been reading about this player that is in a bit of strife What's the go? And he's banned? He's banned for life? Well, you're right. That's in my next lot of news. Oh, so the okay, SFL. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm we'll skipping ahead. I we'll just go, wanted to find the goss, We right? can go straight into that. Okay. So Jack Leeson, one of the star players of the SFL, has been rubbed out for life effectively after his sling tackle. He's been suspended he a is. number of times. So footy is no more for Jack so Leeson. So is there a rule like you can't get suspended more than a few times or like what's the go there? Well he's pushed the limits for some time now Jack Leeson and he's, he's gone over the edge there's a rule with how many weeks you can accrue oh, for being okay. suspended and he's gone past the threshold there so right. I caught up with a few of the Lindisfarne boys uh, yesterday in fact um, one of the Lindisfarne boys um, they said they're really a club trying to rally around Jack um, yeah. and they'll be playing for him this weekend at Pontville when they come up against the Brighton Robins so yeah, yeah it just, is it is a Good rule. I think it's an important rule. Um, yeah, and, and Jack would reflect back on his time as an as an early footballer and probably you know lacked a little bit of maturity. He was a um, you know hard footballer, but you know probably did some things that he's, that he's not proud of. Certainly looking back at now, mm. I think really importantly for him in the last four years he's had he's had no record whatsoever. It hasn't been suspended. So he's gone into the SFL. He's a leader of Lindisfarne. He's really changed, really matured as a person. Mm. There should be a system where if you have a season without a suspension or two seasons without a suspension, that you get two weeks back or you get three or four or mm. how, how, however that looks because, you know, Jack is a different young man to what he was in was, his yeah. early days at, at Clarence. And uh, there should be some reward, I think, for, for good behaviour and yeah. people that can turn the corner, which he's obviously done. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. quite sad. It is quite sad. It's sad to see someone not being able to, to play the sport they love. And, and I personally think there should be some room for reprieve, some room yeah. to come back, like Jeeves, he was touching on there. So, like I said, his side will really want to be putting on a show for him at, at Pontville. Um, they're a real flag contender as well, Lindisfarne and the SFL, as are Signet. So, yeah. 
yeah, they'll be really rallying around him. We'll have a look at the other games today. We've got New Norfolk coming up against Sorrell. We've got Hobart taking on the Huonville Lions at the TCA and Signet, like I said, the other real flag contenders with Lindisfarne. They'll, uh, they'll be taking on Dodgers Ferry at home with Claremont having the bye. Yeah, right. Cool. So, got the full rundown. <laughs> well, you, you should wait to see what's next. Local mm. hockey report for this. It was a good idea bringing Bailey on. Yeah, I don't know much about it. We'll say as well as my idea. Yeah, yes, here. yes. So yes credit, please. Yes. Credit where credit's due. Keep rolling. Yeah, Bailey, absolutely. You're blitzing it. All right, well, we've got local hockey here. We've got the Premier League men's. Now, the ladder and the fixture have really aligned this week. We've got 1v2, 3v4, and 5v6 on the ladder. So, a real even matchup of games. So, on the top of the table clash, we've got Derwin coming up against Canterbury. Now, I'm told by Scotty Edwards at Hockey Tasmania, courtesy of Scotty for providing this bit of rundown. Derwent are heading into that clash as slight favourites. So even though Canterbury is sitting second on the table, they've lost five games on the bounce. So Oof, that's a slide. It is a slide, particularly. They've been able to maintain their spot in second, so they started the season really well and they've, they've fallen away somewhat. So, yeah, a bit of a decline for them. We've got Northwest grads coming up against University in, the, in that tight contest of, of 3v4. And rounding out that round, Diamondbacks will take on OHA in 5v6. Now, in the women's, we've got the North... It's a mirror fixture, but the odds are slightly turned. So we've got Northwest grads coming in as heavy favourites against University. Diamondbacks will come up against OHA in what's tipped to be a pretty tight contest, much like the men's. And Derwent are tipped to comfortably beat Canterbury. Yeah, right. Hockey's actually quite rough as a sport. From the hockey I've watched. T- um, tough game. They get right in there. So how's this? So I, di- I didn't know this. So my son came home from school the other day and they'd done some hockey at school. He's yeah. a left-hander. No left-handed sticks. Oh, true. Can't, can't play left-handed in hockey. So what did he do? Well, you, you have to play right-handed. So they want Aww. everyone face it. It's a rule. This what? is what he came back and told me. Let's get some clarification on this. Text line. What's our text number? Oh, okay. Yeah, text line. Hang on. Let me get the number up. Our text line is 0437552535. Is that So right? he was told no, right. no left-handed sticks. Everyone has to play the same way. And so it's every a, person that plays hockey... Right-handed. That's astounding. That can't be... That's discrimination. Sa- safety issue, he was told. So, you, so with the sticks flying everywhere, the spatial awareness of everyone facing the same way gives you a, a cleaner run and not getting whacked so poor from all around the place. So play hockey. Imagine if every left-handed batsman in batter in cricket was told they can't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that wouldn't work for cricket. No will be as a lefty. But, uh, yeah, text line, please, 0437 um, wow. Was my son given the <laughs> given some bad advice? I think that I should have googled that it. That is actually. discrimination, and we need That's what he was told. Yeah. yeah, sounds like a bit of a stitch up there. <laughs> the other bit of hockey news I've got for you guys: the under 16s Tasmanian side have come away third in the nationals, so a massive week for them. Uh, Oscar Sproul led the tournament goal scoring with 11 goals in seven games, and on the back of that, he was selected in the Australian under 17 side along with Oliver Stebbing. So great to see a bit of. Tassie representation in the Aussie squad. We've got a few players who are also named as shadow players. So Oscar Lucas was named as a shadow player uh, in the men's under-17 squad and Sophie Krimnik was named as a shadow player for the women's. So that rounds out our hockey news. Bit of local and a bit of national. Yeah, right. Plenty happening. Plenty happening. I I really want to find out about this now, the the left-handed... That's I'm going to Google it yeah. as we as we. Okay. I, should have, I should have Googled it before I mentioned it. Let's go to a short break while we Google that. Hopefully someone texts in and um, we'll come back to you after a short break on local soccer, NBL1 and Jack Jumpers with Bailey. We'll be back after this. 
live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 555. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 555. 20 past eight this morning. Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves and Bailey Kenzie from Win News here for you for Saturdays in Tassie. Live from Strong Hobart. Now... We're continuing this. What have we got next with our, our local sports update? Well, I think before we go back into local sport, Jeeves, you wanted me to talk about this. There's been some. There's been a bit of trade whispers early doors in the Big Bash. Now, mm, okay. there was the big news that David Warner was potentially considering going to the UAE to play in a tournament that coincided with the Big Bash. Now, Cricket Australia has sat down with Warner and his manager, James Erskine, and they've, they've come up with a plan to keep Warner in Australia. It was, it was a big deal. He had to get a non-objection certificate to go and play in that tournament, but they've, they've worked around it. Warner's going to be staying in Australia. But that leaves the question, which Big Bash club will David Warner play for? And I've got some intel that among the clubs that David Warner has been talking to and meeting with is the Hobart Hurricanes. So Ricky Ponting obviously heading up operations at the Hobart Hurricanes along with Jeff Vaughan, and he's got David Warner on his wish list, which was reported a few weeks ago. But I've been told he's continuing to meet and talk with the Hobart Hurricanes, so that could be... A mega blow. Big coup for the, the Hurricanes. Yeah, I mean, that's really big news for the Hurricanes. And it, and it speaks to the pool of Ponting, obviously. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think it, without Ricky uh, in a senior role with the Hurricanes, Warner's not ever going to give consideration to, to playing a summer in, in Hobart. One, one, one of the things about, about your opening statement there, Bo, that just blows me away is that a Cricket Australia contracted player could even contemplate going and playing in the UAE uh, for you know these enormous contracts, like to me, that that that's astounding that a he, Warner would even give that thought as an Australian contracted player, uh, and b that it's dragged on so long as well. Like, it should have just been nipped in the bud straight away. You are not going to play in the UAE. You're an Australian contracted player. If you want to play, you obviously the BBLs here. We're, we're not having you play overseas uh, at the same time that our that our marquee competition is. I mean, I'm. That it, it actually angers me a little bit that um, you know that you can have this Cricket Australia contract and go and eat your cake all over the world. It, it, it's it's preposterous. Yeah, it is absolutely huge news, Jeevesy, and I think it speaks to the decline of of, um, of international 2020 cricket relative to franchise 2020 cricket. We also saw Trent Bolt has um, thrown away his New Zealand contract earlier in the week, so he can focus on franchise cricket. So it's a bit of a trend going around the world. Players prioritising their franchise cricket. But like you said, if you're going to be an internationally or a, a player contracted for Cricket Australia, then, yeah, it's, well, he it's can, a tough he one. Well, can, he can play in the UAE. He can play all over the world, but that means that he foregoes his Cricket Australia contracts mm. and means that he's ineligible for representation for Australia. I, think, I mean, you can't... I, 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 just, I just don't see how you can do both. Yeah, it's really tough news, and it would be a big blow. It would have been a big blow for the Big Bash if it was to happen, but fortunately, that's been averted. Chris Lynn will still go to the UAE, but yeah. David Warner will stay here. And, and like I said, the Hurricanes could be his home. I did read that Chris Lynn still has to apply to go and play in the UAE. Do you know much about how, how that process... I mean, he's not Cricket Australia contractors. How, why would he have to apply um, to, to, to go and do that? So the process for 
any of the cricketers, whether you're Cricket Australia contracted or not, is you have to obtain an NOC, a non-objection certificate from Cricket Australia, which gives you the right to go and play in a competing franchise league. So uh, I think Pat Cummins and Adam Zampa and a few others were among those who had to claim an, an NOC to play in the IPL last year because it came in such... Uh, close proximity with the international duties of the players. Yeah, but Chris Lynn isn't aligned. Uh, he hasn't got a state contract, no Australian cricket contracts. Uh, he should be free to do whatever he wants to do, travel the world without any need for objection clauses. Or yeah, I, I thought that was a bizarre process. But yeah, he really he really should be free to do mm. what he what he pleases at this point in his career. But no, he's still got to apply for that that NOC, which mm. is really interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Mm, we have a few um, texts as well. No left-handed sticks. It's come back. It's we, true. we did look at that in the break. That yeah. is unbelievable to me. Yeah. I'm blown away. It kind of blew me away. <laughs> so I thought maybe young Henry was lying to me. No. Uh, but he was not. Henry is telling the truth. And Hugh Williams Jr. is the cricketer. Come on, Jeevesy. Yeah. Yeah, I apologise. <laughs> I, I do, I do apologise. I... Uh, <laughs> That yeah, it kind of spins me out as well. That there's a that there's an older Hugh Williams, old and young Hugh old Williams, and, old and young. There you go. What's happening in the soccer, Bailey? Yeah, let's have a look at the local soccer. There's there's plenty happening across both the men's and women's, the NPL and the WSL. Let's look at Kimberley Lions. Their coach Jez Kent announced that he'd be standing down as as their NPL coach, and um, on Friday they announced Alfred Hess would be heading up the club next season as coach. He was previously the club's youth technical director. Um, and with Devonport really locked in as, as ladder leaders of the NPL, the, real, the contest that everyone has their eyes on is Glenorchy coming up against South Hobart. And they'll be watchful of South Hobart because they had a makeup fixture last week and they pumped Launceston City 10 goals to one, which is, is quite the margin in the, in the <laughs> scheme of things. Yep. Elsewhere around the grounds, Riverside Olympic and Launceston United will face, well, faced off yesterday at Windsor Park in a two-all draw. And Kingborough... Um, as a bit of a showing for their new coach for next season, were able to defeat Clarence on their home soil, uh, on Kingborough's home, on the Kingborough Lions' home soil, getting the win four to two. And the remaining contest in the NPL is Olympia coming up against Devonport today. So, plenty of action in the men's and in the women's. Clarence travelled to Kingborough yesterday. Clarence Zebra, the Clarence Zebras defeating Kingborough three goals to one. Uh, Olympia will host Devonport at Empire Careers Park today at half past twelve. And South Hobart will come up against the Crosstown rivals Taruna at home. So they'll be trying to keep within touching distance of the first place Launceston United who have the bye this weekend. So that's all your local soccer news. Soccer, soccer. Ten goals. That's a pretty big squad. How, do, how, does, that, how does that look from a, from a footy scoreline? Is that 20 to zero? 120 to zero, do you it's, think? Or is yeah, it if that's, you're looking, yeah, that's a if pretty you're looking, big win. Yeah, if you're looking in junior terms, it's, it's got to be mercy rule territory. Yeah. Yeah, big, big win. Tough, tough they, day they, for the goalie. They stop. They stop. Um, stop showing the scores. Yeah, right. That's full on. Uh, NBL one and Jack Jumpers. Yeah, sure. We'll go into lots NBL one. Yeah, lots, lots happening. There was the Tasmanian showdown yesterday at Kingborough. The Hobart Chargers men's took on the Northwest Thunder. The Chargers were victors uh, by four points. A really, really tight contest. Yep. Eighty-seven to eighty-three. Uh, they were headed up by Jack Jumper Sam McDaniel's twenty-five points, which really helped them. Lock away the win. That win now means that Anthony Stewart's men will finish top of the table in their conference and they've locked away a home final at Creek Road next Friday. So massive news for the Chargers. The Chargers women's weren't so lucky, however. They went down yeah, 76 to 67 to the Torns. Kelsey Griffin was the star of the show. She claimed 32 points. And some news out of the Chargers earlier this week. Club legend Kylie McCauley has retired, beginning her career 
in 2001. She had a bit of a stop-start career um, due to the birth of her three sons, but uh, the Chargers have confirmed the news that she'll retire on Friday. So a bit of a legend of, of the Chargers. Good on her. Good, yeah. good luck, Kylie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we've got a bit of Jack Jumpers news. It seems pretty early to be talking about the but Jack Jumpers. But it's not so. No, like it's not we, at all. It, the first home game is October 3rd. Wow, that's crept up, hasn't it? Yep. Let's talk about it. Yep. Let's talk about Hit it. Hit us with the news. Okay, well, the Jack Jumpers are trying to fine tune their list. They've got three spare spots as development players in addition to Sean McDonald, oh, yeah, who didn't they've they re signed. Like training or something the other day? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Holly. They, they've done a, uh, a bit of a camp style situation. They've got 25 basketballers from Tasmania and also other states. They've uh, essentially spent this week training under associate head coach Jason Chance. So players travelled from everywhere to be a part of this. Some came yeah, from as cool. far as Perth. I'm, I'm keen to know why I wasn't invited to that. My, <laughs> my Wednesday night social game has been strong Dude, defensively. So. Yeah, oh Very God, strong defence. Awesome. I have a lot of arguments with the refs at the moment, <laughs> unfortunately. But, uh, I want to go watch you. I'm sure we can I'm make a few now. calls and get very you involved. Funny. <laughs> it's very funny. But how, how, how good that young Tasmanians are getting the opportunity via... Uh, you know, via this process to, to have a shot at being being a part of the Jack Tumpers bench list. Do we invite Scott Roth um, down to your Wednesday night and say it's for the show, but then actually it's to watch give you? Me, just give me a month of fitness <laughs> training first. <laughs> give him a month. Get off the pies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those players who are successful or have a good week of training under Jason, uh, under Jason Chance will... Um, they'll get the chance to do a pre-season with the Jack Jumpers, That's and if, cool. if they're able to perform there, awesome. they could lock away uh, one of three development spots. And I'm told that it doesn't really cost the Jack Jumpers to fill those development spots, mm. so they're very likely to, to use most, if not all, those three spare development player cool. slots in addition to Sean McDonald. It'd be a tough gig. You're on the road and you're you're there, but you're never actually playing. It'd be a really interesting one to be touring with the, the reigning runners-up and mm. maybe not getting that much court time, but nonetheless an amazing experience. Still a cool experience. experience. And yeah. do they get, they would get paid for that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And is, is, is there feedback that that will be strongly represented by Tasmanians or are they, are they just looking for the, the, for the best possible yeah. They're looking prospect? For, they are looking to, to fill those spots with the best possible talent, be it from Tasmania mm. or elsewhere. Oh, I hope they come from Tassie. So do I. Yeah, I, I, would, I would actually really... Really like cool. that as a concept for the NBL uh, more broadly in in supporting each team's local pathway. You know, having three local players that that you have to have as part of your uh, part of your team. Um, a bit of an NGA academy style yeah, AFL yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that would work quite well as mm. well. Yeah. That'd be cool. Go Jackies! The first game, I think. The first game they play, I think, is against Phoenix from memory, but they're the home. The first home games against Cairns. And of course, memberships are out soon. Yep. In the next few weeks. And SCN will be there, calling each of the yeah, home I games. I saw you That'll last year down in the corporate box while I was up in the bleachers with my nose bleeding. That's all good. <laughs> Kids enjoyed it up the top there. You can join us. So just to just to wrap up there, Bailey. So two years after you signed your your last contract with Cricket Australia. Uh, you still have to get the okay to play another comp. So uh, oh. Chris Lynn obviously was part of their T20 international setup he for, didn't have for a, a stint. Uh, he would have received match payments, but he wouldn't have had a contract. He, he would have been upgraded, I reckon. Okay. So he would have played enough to get upgraded right. maybe. Or maybe that's even a, a domestic contract as well, which he obviously would have had. So mm. if you've had a contract in Australia, uh, you've, you've got a two-year period where you, have to, uh, where you have to get that non-objection clause. There you go. Very interesting news We've there. learned a lot this morning, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. It's been, great. So it's been great having Bailey on. Yeah. It's given us a bit of 
knowledge. Yeah, it's a bit great. of professionalism even. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't bring much professionalism mm, me to Me either. There. We're not a great combo, <laughs> you and I. <laughs> Bailey, you absolutely smash that. That's awesome. We'll go to a quick break now for news, but then we're going to chat all about Paddy Cripps and his had his two-match ban overturned, obviously, and we'll have a bit of a chat about that. And then uh, shortly after that, we'll play our favourite game, Hold or Not. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Saturdays in Tassie. Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves, Bailey Kenzie joining you this morning live from Strong Hobart. Now, Paddy Cripps has had his two-match ban overturned for rough conduct on Brisbane's Callum Archie. Um, and obviously Callum got concussed. Um, so he's now available for Carlton's two remaining games against the Dees and Collingwood. What do we think, guys? Well, I was surprised it got as far as it did. Yeah. You know, if, if you look at the Willie Rioli uh, footage from earlier in the year when uh, he went hip to sh- uh, went yeah hip to he- head on Matt Rowell, um, who was running back with oh, a yeah, flight of the ball, that, yeah. he was like he was shot out of a cannon. Uh, <laughs> Rioli it was a truly remarkable footage, and yeah, you know, the MRP because. Rao wasn't concussed. It was medium impact, and then mm. uh, I think it was a one-match ban. They appealed it, and he got off at mm. that at that at, at that secondary stage. Um, I I kind of think that they're quite similar. Um, whilst one was a marking contest, and the other is in general play. To me, it looked like Cripps was making. Oh, I watched it live. Cripps mm. Cripps was making a play at the ball. He's 194 centimeters. I mean, he's he's built like Hulk Hogan, Patrick yeah. Cripps. So. He sees Archie, his immediate advantage is to jump and try and get mm. the ball at a, at a higher um, spot than Archie. Um, the, the tribunal kind of argued that he should have gone arms outstretched, um, in which case it would have exposed his entire his midsection, chest, yeah. major organs, heart, ribs, damage. So he, he, he played it perfectly. Mm. He jumped, used his height, protected himself and the ball with his body. Mm. Um, no free kick was awarded. Mm. And you know it, it is unfortunate that uh, that that, that Kalamachi ended yeah. up concussed. But I think there are there are there are going to be incidents throughout football games where there is that type of incidental contact that does unfortunately mm. cause head damage, and and yeah. and that is a part of the game. We you know it's unfortunate, and we don't want it. The emergence of CTE and uh, and, and the long term impacts of concussion, but. Um, we still got to allow these boys and girls to be mm. to be playing footy. That's interesting to hear your thoughts, and obviously Kane and Kingy um, during the week discussed it on on SEN. Let's hear a bit of that audio so we can hear what they had to say as well. Well, it contradicts everything that we've been talking about for the last three to four years about protecting the head. I mean, this is this, in my opinion, is not as line ball as what others think. I. I was staggered by the AFL counsel, Nicholas Payne, last night said, and he said he was adamant a player could contest the ball whilst watching with eyes on the ball and still maintain the action of bumping an opponent. I think they're two different things. You're either contesting the ball or you're bracing or bumping. They're not one and the same. It's very rare, very, very rare that you can contest for the ball and put a bump on at the same time because your arms tell you what you're doing. Are you bracing? Are you, are you ready for contact? Or are you reaching for the ball? So I, I think he got it wrong. I think Nicholas Payne got it wrong and he was beaten um, by the, the, the opposing case that was a long case, to say the least. Hour and 45 was the first, uh, the first presentation, the first statements made. So I think the game's never been more lost than what it is now. 
It's a big statement. Never been more lost than it is now. That, that, that's been spoken about all year, though, hasn't it? With the yeah. rule interpretations and the, uh, the, the, the umpire. It seems to have been, yeah, it's been very a confusing year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm old school. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're, you're a bit younger, Bailey. You're younger. Mm. How, what does, you think, how, how does Yeah, how does your generation view the physicality of the game? One question I have is, do you think Cripps's size and stature has come to the detriment of him in the eyes of the tribunal in that if it was a smaller player, rover player, if he's gone up for that same contest, mm. is he getting rubbed out? The impact's not going to be high. That was mm. one of the three criteria. yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and that, you know, you could make that argument for Rioli. Smaller guy. Yeah. Um, Matt Rowe, fortunately, has a concrete head. Like, that's a, that's a head that's probably going <laughs> to take, uh, take, take on that beating. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real, it is a really difficult one because, you know, on one side, we want to stamp out the concussions. We want to protect the players. But on the other side, we don't want to actually impact the fabric of the game yeah. and, and stop big footballers using that to their advantage in a fair way. And like Kingy mm-hmm. said, you can't, you can't have a focus on... On both, mm. you know, you can't make a play on the ball and choose to bump at the same time. It's it's one or the other. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. No, those two. No, yeah. and and so as long as we don't have instances where Tom Stewart runs past the ball and annihilates Dion Prestia and sends <laughs> poor Prestia's brain into a, another stratosphere, yeah, we don't want that. they're they're the types of ac- activities. Uh, Winston Abraham back in the day, you know, you guys might remember him. He was just running around collecting bodies, running past the ball, just obliterating people. <laughs> We don't. That's what we don't want, and I don't think this instance is that. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think if you ask Calamachi, and uh, maybe he's been asked this week, you know, would you rather see the rules changed so that this type of contest is outlawed, mm. um, or would you, you know, rather not have that concussion and Patrick Cripps lets you grab the ball and and we play this, you know, different version of of, mm. of Aussie rules footy? I, I think he would rather have that contest be. Be part of the game. Well, one of the things that's been spoken about this week is what does it mean in terms of the application for for junior uh, and younger people playing football? Does that pose a risk? Does him getting off here pose a risk? Does it give a license? Does it set a precedent? Mm. What what does it mean for younger footballers? And you're right, the thing that's been talked about a lot is concussion, the long-term impacts of concussion. Does this give rise to more contact like this? Yeah. And and it is is harder, harder to control in... Junior regional football, you know, lack of cameras. Uh, you're relying yeah. on match day umpires to to make that call. Yeah, I, I can I can certainly see that and, and appreciate the message that it sends to to junior players. But it, you know, if my sons are watching that, I would say to them, you need to attack the football the same way. Patrick Cripps, like he is a role model. He's not out there. He's not a thug. He's not he's not acting. You know, he, I don't think he's been suspended. A great deal, if at all, mm. um, for you know, for really rough conduct. So yeah, um, that's true as well. I think yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a you know, if it's Barry Hall um, or <laughs> yeah, maybe ma- we're having a different conversation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's it's you know, you, you can you can take that into account. You know, what's what's the player's history of yeah, you know, of um, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, as well. and Cri- Cri- Cripps is a ball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned camera angles there in, in the context of you know regional and, and junior sides might not have access to that. One thing I found as absolutely astounding in this whole process is there was a new camera angle shown to the appeals board after the original suspension of Cripps mm. had been handed down. The, the tribunal hadn't even been shown one of the main camera angles that was paramount to making the decision. It's a great so, point. Mm. Great point. Yeah. Anyway, I'd, hey. I'd, I would like to see the camera angle of that letter going in Mitch Thorpe's letterbox. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe there's an angle there that we haven't seen. Somebody's that'll... security camera from across the road. <laughs> it could be a regular segment. What's in Mitch's mailbox? What's oh in the mailbox? Oh, my ma- God. We <laughs> should. We should start that Mitch's mailbox. That's hilarious. <laughs> Let's take a short break now. We'll be back for Hot or Not. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 On Saturdays in Tassie, hot or not. Quarter to nine, Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves and Bailey Kenzie here with you this morning. Before Bailey leaves us, um, we're going to play the favourite game, Hot or Not. First off the rank, Patrick Cripps free to play this weekend, Hot or Not, obviously. I'm going to say hot in terms of the competition. Yep. The Blues midfield is, is looking pretty thin as it is and, yep. and him getting to play, him being in Brownlow contention, that's mm. hot. Yep. I'm going to say not in terms of the decision. There was... A lot of controversy around it, and in my opinion, the, the precedent that it sets outweighs the benefit of allowing someone like him to continue in the competition and the ramifications that he could have for junior footy going forward and, and the AFL itself going forward. So I'm going to say hot and not, which is pretty controversial. That's yeah, right. well, I'm going straight hot, and purely because uh, Bailey's 20 weeks behind on the precedent. The precedent was set when Will- <laughs> Willie Rioli nailed Matt Rowe and got off. Yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, the precedent stood, and so mm. it should have been thrown out uh, on first appeal. Um, but uh, great that he's playing. Um, we can debate the Willie Rioli contact, maybe offline, but... Um, I, I think it's you awesome. Can settle this in and the ad break. Yeah, like like <laughs> men, you know. <laughs> Which is you know, the irony, of course, the physicality. Anyway, oh, um, God. great that he's playing. Great that he's in in, in Brownlow contention still, which is is the most important part because he is a great player uh, and, and a good role model for the kids. Mm, okay, hold on, not um, cats to take out the premiership. There's a bit of talk at the moment that a cats in true contention for the Premiership. What do you think? Bailey's nodding his head. You're a Cats fan. Hot. Yep. Absolutely hot. I'm a massive <laughs> Cats fan and I reckon they've got everything that it takes to take out the flag this They're year. They're playing amazing. You just look at their lineup. Amazing they've just you. done having Eddie Betts involved. Everything about the club this year. They're on yep. an upward trajectory. I think hot. Massively hot. They've got great forward. They've got arguably the best forward line in the comp and I, I just think they've got what it takes. You look at the way that they manage their, their players off field. The likes of Tyson Stengel as well. Mm. The turnaround that he's had since coming to the club, I'm saying hot. I used to manage Tyson Stengel. There you there go. go. Fun fact. Yep. So when he was playing at, at Adelaide, um, we did his move to Geelong. There you go. Good bloke. Thank you very much. No worries. <laughs> yeah, Cats fans, because uh, he, he's been outstanding. He's a very, very talented young footballer. The, the challenge I see for the Cats is that, is their midfield a little one-paced? Mm. Um, Dangerfield is, is the key. And his last month, since he's returned from his injury, well, he's back out again. But that little stint he had was the danger of old. He was explosive. He was getting the ball, bursting out of packs, breaking tackles. Yeah. Uh, we know he's not the greatest kick, um, field kick. He, he just bashes it forward. But um, in, a, in, a, in a game now that is largely territory-based, mm. uh, that, that version of Patrick Dangerfield is the one that leads Geelong to a grand final. Without Dangerfield in, um, contested footy finals, I'm, I'm not so sure. 
How injured was Dangerfield though? Was he being managed, or do you think there was there was genuine concerns uh, for him? Who who would know? Do he kind of horses it up a bit as well? Doesn't he? Danger. I think he's a bit of mayo and everything he does, but um, he he is he holds the key. I think for for Geelong's midfield. Yeah, righto. Okay, next. Um this is a bit of a controversial one during the week, but the Canberra um, Raiders' Ricky Stewart comment on Jamin Salmon, um, calling him a weak, gutted dog in the media. Um, big words. Did you see? But did you see what happened? He sort of kicked him. Kicked. Um, who was it? Tom Starling. Right? Is that what? Happened? So he kicked him or something? Anyway, they had like some sort you're, of. You're in Hobart. No, no, yeah, no. you're in Hobart. Territory. I know, no, but it was it was big news. They had some sort of tackle, and it looked like he'd kicked him between the legs and I Ooh. don't know that it was by accident or not okay well then in which like case it? look if he's kicked him in the in the region um, and it wasn't an accident then <laughs> yeah I think, I think but it's hot I th- I'd go hot I think, he'd come I think, out calling what? a weak gutted dog I was mm. like oh my god apparently they've had like history or something they don't like each other I, I was know. in a this, and this might give you a bit of insight in the Ricky Stewart I was in a, a bar in uh, Malula Bar with uh, David Dawson, former first-class player, up there on a pre-season tour, and Dorso's Canberra Raiders man, and I think yeah. Ricky was coach of Canberra at the time. Yeah. Uh, starstruck, went up to him, asked him for an autograph, and uh, Ricky said no in a manner that was really unfriendly. Oh boy, and maybe <laughs> yeah. he's just one of the photo and a yeah. So it was a it was pretty unfortunate for Ricky. Uh, Gee whiz. Dorso may have got him at a bad time, That's but harsh. yeah, that it was a. Yep, that was tough. So, oh, you feel so, so embarrassed. So whenever well. I see Ricky Stewart beyond that, I'm kind of, uh, I'm not so sure. Yeah, mm. I don't know. He was pretty aggro in the, this presser this week. Yeah, well, like, it was Whoa. the same base Dorso got. Oh, my God, poor thing. <laughs> I know, he was All excited devastated. as well. Shout to go it. off and say, that's disappointing. Yep, yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> all right, finally, uh, Recklink Media Game coming up. We're all playing. I'm excited. Yeah, so the Reckland Community Cup, August yep. 28th, uh, Sunday, down at, at Queenborough Oval. Uh, Queenborough Oval. It's a, uh, a yearly event, media versus musicians. Yeah, um, the musicians of The musicians have had it over the media the last few years. They take it very seriously, okay, the musos. Well, we really need to they get pull very... it together, this game, because I don't take losing very well. Right, okay. Well, this is good to know. Um, very um, physical, the musos, the... Um, the, the, the male component of their team, that they love it. It's well, that's awesome. that's what I was and asking. Am I going to get slinged no, no, by fine. a full-grown man? Because I'm scared. So, yeah, huge, huge day in terms of uh, Recklink. So, full disclosure, I, I work for Recklink. Yeah. Um, a huge, huge part of our, our fundraising effort throughout the year. Yeah, it's awesome. um, So, um, for all, all details, recklink.com.au. Jump yeah. online, have a look. Um, I think it's, it might be eight or ten bucks entry and yeah, bands cool. playing throughout the day and, so and a little fun. bit of an after after event. So, uh, it'll be cool. So, are you and me up forward or what? Yeah, you go full forward. I'll yep. rove you. Yep. So I'll Bailey, be the, where will you be? I reckon I'll sit on the half forward flank. Okay, beautiful. So, we're all sort of in the in up forward together. Work as a team. Some for there won't, won't be a lot of chasing or tackling. I no. wouldn't have thought out of out of us as a. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm scared. That <laughs> just worried about. man's going to tackle me. No, no. <laughs> just worried about the condition of Queenborough Oval. Could be a mud pile. Bit bit messy at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. It, it doesn't hold the water well. But they've been training there the last few weeks and. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, I'm going to have to get shaping running. up nicely. I'm going to have to but get But you, you're coming out of season. You've just played. Yeah, I know. But I've missed a few games because I've been here, haven't I? 
That is true. So you'd be um, fit though. Um, You've been doing your strong uh, Pilates sessions. Oh yeah, strong so Pilates. I have been doing my strong yes. Pilates. So They're keeping I'll, you. In. I am quite strong. Yeah. Yep. No, that's right. That's hot or not for heart sports drinks. Heart sports drinks fueling Tassie sport on sale now and available at your favourite local store. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Hot or not. Good on you, Bailey. Bailey Thanks, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to have you back um, next week to give us the rundown on all things local sport. But it's been a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. It's Thank been a pleasure. you. Short break now. And we'll be back. Um, we're going to chat about the judgment of young athletes, t- uh, touching on Jack Ginevan, what's been happening, as well as Kyle Chalmers in the Com Games. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Inching closer to 9am, Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning. How good was Bailey? So yeah, nice it was amazing, wasn't it? We asked yeah. him in for 10 minutes. He stayed for an hour. I know. Bless him. No, I <laughs> loved it. Joking. He was great. No, he was superb. And it, you know, it's, it's really good to get a, you know, a real local flavour on, on across all the sports. So, totally. Uh, we'll, we'll have Bailey back each week with yeah, the you know, kicking off at 8 o'clock with the, with the local sporting updates. So. He's such a legend. I can't wait for us to all play um, footy together for Reckless. He's not a bad cricket either, either. Bailey. He's got some chops, young prospects. So, left arm spin, pretty tidy batter. Yep. Yeah, he's on the on the march, so he's doing it well. Yeah, good on him. He's a legend. Um, now, I want to chat a little bit about judgment of young athletes. Um, Nathan Buckley spoke a little bit about this on SEN earlier in the week, and I'll play some audio shortly, but he, um, he spoke about how the judgment of young athletes could be killing their growth and development. And two examples of this... Um, that come to mind and that um, Bucks was talking about earlier in the week is obviously Jack Ginevan receiving a lot of media attention um, during this year. Obviously, you know, it kicked off um, when our you know, very own um, Kane Corns and him had a bit of a um, bit of banter going on. And then um, more recently, Kyle Chalmers um, in the Com Games. Um, obviously, I used to manage Kyle, so I've known him for a number of years and it was really sad. Um, to see what went on. Obviously, there was a lot of chat. I guess the media or journalists trying to spark a bit of gossip that there's some sort of awkward tension between him, Emma, and, and Cody Simpson. But when that just wasn't the case, they're actually all really good friends. Um, and I guess the impact that that can have on a someone's, um, you know, um, someone's mental health during those busy times in sport, but also possible impact on their performance as well and then what we'd have to say about that but let's play this audio now from um from bucks during the week um because i think he says it quite well yes. so it was being depicted as that this love triangle which doesn't really exist but that this was a risk to the the internal setup of the team and it could materialize in blowing up the campaign in the pool so that, that would be a level of justification for it. What it really was was a titillating story involving relatively well-known athletes who were going to be on your TVs in prime time soon, and that was run out over the course of three months. There's a, there's a very big difference between speculating on something leading up to and post-analysing. I would suggest – or actually, I'll, I'll, I'll put a what if out there. What if – the pressure on or, or the, the the speculation around Kyle Chalmers, Cody Simpson, and Emma McCann had resulted in poor performance. 
does that mean that externally everyone believes that the initial narrative where this is the reason for the poor performance rather than the pressure brought to bear by the scuttlebutt headlines themselves? I, I think that happens a lot. I think that the fact is that we are we don't live in a vacuum. The social media world, you have to swim in that environment. So whatever you, whatever an athlete or a team or an organisation, however they're viewed, whether it's fair or unfair, whether it's factual or not, they have to swim in that environment. They have to exist and try to perform and grow and develop in that environment. It's it's an interesting one. I think it was quite sad because, for instance, when I was even um, doing the show plan for this show, you type in Kyle Chalmers Commonwealth Games and it's literally just flooded by gossip about this situation that's not even true. Um, and, I mean, the man stepped away with three gold and a bronze medal, but unfortunately it's clouded by just gossip and it's like, when did sports journalism become this gossipy like I just hate yeah, it yeah but isn't it isn't it broader than, than true sports journalism I mean I think you know mm. part of I think Jared, you know probably covered it off the, the best at the very start that this is a, a, a tintillating story and, yeah. and the media has become about clicks yeah so it's this 24-7 news cycle that who can get the most clicks and who can get the most eyeballs and yeah. captive audience so on so on um, you know so I think yeah, the, the the media's role more more broadly has has shifted from the days when, you know, when when Bucks was a footballer and there was a, a pre match report and a post match report and that was kind of it. It was paper based. That was it. Yeah. There was no internet. Um, mm. You know, there was no camera phones. There was uh, you know no real juice as to who was dating who. People just didn't seem to care. Whereas in the modern day yeah. with influencer lifestyle and people selling themselves so openly on social media that these types of stories and we spoke we've spoken about this before the you've only got to watch home and away or neighbors which is now defunct unfortunately but the, the Very story upsetting for you by the way so sad paul <laughs> robinson's my favorite australian character <laughs> ever yeah but you've only got to look at the storylines of of um of those shows and how they've morphed in, yeah, yeah how they've changed in line with influencer lifestyle love and 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 all these things that um mm. you know that, that that this is the new norm that mm. stories like this are going to be out there mm. um and you know it, it is unfortunate that you know i mean a- athletes mingle with athletes you know i'm sure that there are other love triangles out there um mm. in the swimming football in whatever world um but i mean the impact on Kyle Chalmers was quite profound and that was obvious in his, yeah, in his media so work and but he I mean you know him well he's quite a volatile sort of fella within himself as a, as a bit of a natural setting like he's happy to, to give his views and you know like he's he's come out with some 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 pretty big statements in the past yeah he certainly stands up for himself I have yeah. a lot of respect for that I think I'm um, I think he had to to say his piece there and his dad did as well mm. Um, and then, you know, even um, Jack Ginevan's come out and saying, you know, it actually, when, when Collingwood won, he come out and said, you know, it's been really good. I just played, like, I just smiled at everything today. I didn't want to get into any sort of drama. But he said it's taken a toll on his mental health. Mm. And it's, it's like, at what, at what point do we kind of just go, okay, well, it's, we need to kind of take a, a step back here and look because it's, um, we definitely don't want to be affecting an athlete's mental health, particularly when they're about to play on the biggest stage in the world or swim in the biggest stage in the world, the Com Games. Yeah, I mean, the the Ginevan Chalmers ones are quite separate. So, mm. you know, um, 
Ginevan brings a lot of the attention to himself, you know, mm. so after that round one win, they beat St Kilda, you know, and he's got the, got the camera on selfie mode and it's light work and it's, you know, yeah. and, and, and so whilst I appreciate that perhaps, you know, given his, um, you know, emergence as the poster boy of the, of the high tackle, ducking, diving, dodging yeah, scenario... Yeah. That, that maybe there's been a little bit more exposure that's been unwanted. He, yeah. He's someone that has absolutely loved uh, being in that position as well. So there, there, mm. is, there is two sides to it that yeah. um, it has benefited him, yeah. you know, in terms of his sponsorships, the, the influencer-related stuff being by being that. that type of person. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And so on the flip side, you know, when the exposure goes the other way and mm. people are talking about the negative aspect of him as a footballer, as a person then, yeah, okay, that is going to impact. But, yeah. so, you know, you've kind of got to counter both sides with, with someone like Jack. I mean, Kyle didn't ask for this, mm. um, you know, mm. th- this level of exposure. He's not someone out there that's openly promoting himself in the, in the same manner that, that Jack did early yeah. season. So, you know, there, there, are, there are a couple of sides to it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I but think. I must finish by saying the mental health is paramount. Yeah, Like, totally. there's no question about that. And, and yes, the, the role the media plays uh, goes too far. In, yeah. in, in different circumstances. Yeah, Carl come out and basically just said, media hurts more than people realise. Only so much we can take before enough is enough. What should have been a very special night with my team has ended up being my least favourite in my sport. Thank you, media, for ruining it for us all. Hope you're all happy, sleeping well, while we lay, whilst we lay here sleepless and upset. I'm grateful for those who work in the media that stand by my side and write the truth. They're the only ones I'll be talking to from here on out. Fair enough. Well, and you can you can control it too. So, yep. Dusty Martin, yeah, zero, give and zero. I, no unfortunately, quotes. I yeah. think that it, that could be where Kyle ends up yep. as well. He just goes, no, not doing it anymore. And he's come up to the press conference and goes, "I stand here in front of you guys all the time. I, you know, I swim for this country. I just I, mm. this sucks, basically." Yeah. It felt really sad. Yeah, well, it's horrible. It is. It is yeah. hard. You know, if it, 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 he's obviously in a, in a really bad place with it. So you know, we're mm. hopeful that 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 turns for him. Yeah, um, me too. But um, yeah, I mean, as an athlete, you, you can you can take the Dusty Martin approach. Yep. You know, you there, there will be contractual requirements that you'll have to sit at certain press conferences and you'll yeah. have to go to certain you know a certain amount of appearances per year. But if you get door stopped on your way to training, you don't have to you stop. Don't know. You don't have to stop and chat. I know. You can decline the post-match yeah. um, interview. Um, mm. Someone else will do it. Um, yeah. So, you know, there, there are ways around being able to mm. uh, mitigate that, that mm. overexposure. It's just a shame because we'd love to hear more from Dusty, you know, in the Absolutely. media. And it's just yeah. a shame that it gets to that point. Don't he, wanna... His story is a bit different, obviously, that was exposure yes. of his father. Yeah, of course. You know, that is, yeah. that is, there's cause of that. And then even, even beyond, you know, his father's passing, yeah. Um, that story has, has continued to follow, um, to, yeah. to follow so yeah 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 anyway but on on the back of that how good Aussies at the Com games absolutely incredible um, it was amazing to see bloody walked away with so many goals I think Australia I think we must be the envy you know of the Com games of how amazing we bloody are oh it's yeah of course awesome. but I mean you know we're, we're up against a host of countries that aren't exactly I know mate. sporting makers <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we, we probably should dominate and we have dominated the Com yeah. Games for a while. But I loved it. Yeah, I loved I've got to be honest, I'm not a, I, the Com Games don't get me the same way really? that 
no, it just yeah, the Olympics definitely. Yeah, yeah. that's global. Like, yeah, that's when. That's when. Yeah, that's when you win a go. You win an Olympic gold. You are the best in the world. Yeah. Um, this the, the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, it's good to have. I loved um, it. It's not. I, I just don't quite get into. I it just loved having it on the telly. I'm sad now that it's read gone. a book. Go and read read some. Books. I don't read. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Occasionally, but not that not that often. We'll go to news now, and then after that, we're going to chat about Alistair Clarkson. Is he coming to North? Is he not? Let's discuss after the break. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. It is quite cold this morning. Well, it's cold in here. (laughs) We're in this big open room with a concrete floor. I'm peeking out the window. It looks like the sun's going to poke out shortly. Although when I got here at 7 o'clock this morning, very, it rained on me. It was very drizzly. Tomorrow's going to be a good day to be a duck. It's yeah, be okay. very wet tomorrow. And a good day to be a duck. I've I, not heard that before. Well, I'm playing because you're so young. I'm playing golf. I'm meant to be playing golf today. And if it rains from 12 o'clock through to 6, I'm going to be fuming. I reckon you so might be all right. You know, it looks like the sun's going to come out. Mm, Where are you I playing? So. Um, well, I'm down at Royal, actually. Oh, I'm nice. a member of Tassie, but... Um, got a mate, uh, a Tom Triffitt, former pro- professional player, for cricketer for Tassie and WA. Yeah, cool. So he's going to have a whack with him. And Alex Johnston, who's uh, Bailey's boss at yes. Win News. Yeah, yeah, so, cool. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, and Josh Petterwood, who's a local orthopedic surgeon. Oh, well. He's paying for us all. Good on yep. him. Keep, keep <laughs> us posted how you go. <laughs> It'll be abysmal. Now, um, Alistair Clarkson has been offered a five-year deal with North. Um, mm. It's reported that we could find out as early as next week um, whether or not he's going to be moving to North Melbourne. Huge five-year deal. So when when is the Tassie bid? And I know that this little segment's well, that, about that's Alistair right. Clarkson, but when, when does that get Well, that's right, too. For? That's this month. They said mid that they said mid-August. I'd be surprised if, if there's an Alistair Clarkson announcement before the before Tassie that. bid. Yeah. Because I, I honestly think Clarkson's the sort of guy that he... The, the, the appeal of establishing, you know, the, the foundation of a club, mm. culturally, pathway, structural, mm. you know, being, being the guy that, that set up the Tasmanian academies and then coached the inaugural team... Mm. Um, that 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 would be very appealing to someone like Alistair Clarkson, who's already achieved it all. He's already proved yeah. that he can. You know, he turned around the Hawthorne Football Club, went through the draft, and then used trades. And their premiership window was was you know very very long. Yeah. Um, you know that challenge at North Mel. Does he want to go through that same challenge again, or does the lure of of something completely different? Mm. Um, you know, establishing. All those processes that we spoke that we spoke about would be would be quite unique. So, I, I've just got a feeling um, that, yeah, maybe he'll hold off until yeah. this vote goes through. But then when are we? Th- there's no um, no one set a particular date of when we're going to get a decision about mm. this AFL bid either. Mm. Um, and everyone's obviously still pushing for it. I think um, the Believe Tasmanian campaign where you um, you sign on to. Yep. Um, to uh, online, I think it ticked over ninety thousand um, mm. signatures or something during a lot, the week. Isn't it's it? Unbelievable, amazing. But does that? I've, I've often wondered about little campaigns like that. It's terrific, and the podcasts and, and the awareness stuff has been great. Yeah. But did the AFL look at that ninety thousand um, dollar names? Ninety thousand dollars. Ninety thousand names. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and go. Oh wow. Okay, they're in. 
Like, does yeah. that does it help at all? I mean, the AFL don't really. Probably. I mean, maybe. Oh, I think it's the conversation, mm. isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like I said, yeah. the, the, the awareness piece is great. Yeah. Um, it's it has got to a point where it can we just sort it out? Can we know either way where this is going to happen? Because I'm kind of yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a joke now. It's become farcical, and it was uh, I really enjoyed uh, Jack Rewalt um, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday you know he he's just getting anger and yeah, <laughs> anger about it. Like yeah. and he, and each person that they speak to, you can you can feel the frustration in people. Yeah. that but there is the reality that if it doesn't happen, it's over for footy. Yeah. You know, basketball will prosper. Yeah. Soccer, cricket, you know, all all these other sports are going to benefit from, um, you know, from from footy's lack of involvement down here. And yeah, you know, footy footy is dying somewhat from a. Well, particip- it's already dying. Like this leagues are closing it, off. Yeah, still save it really. But, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's now or never. I just can't wait till, like I say, mid-August. Well, that's you know, in the next week or two. Like we mm. kind of. Yeah, time's getting it's away. It's mid-August from us. now, sort of but as a North yeah. supporter, you'd be you'd want Clarkson. Like, oh, he, yeah, he's the guy. Absolutely, yeah. but then, but then I, as living here in in Tassie now and wanting the the Tassie team, I'm like, oh, I'd like him there as well. But I don't know. I think North need North need something. Although, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Is that really going to help? Is it? Is it going to? I mean, he's amazing, um, Clarko. But I think the playing group needs to oh, uh, to work. One hundred percent. You know, it's a two-way yeah. street. So, uh, yeah. Al- Clarkson isn't going to come in and pinpoint anything so that da- magically turn around. But all da- of a sudden, David, yeah. da- David Noble's already pinpointed these issues within yeah, the club culturally, exactly. and he's going to say the same. They, they dropped Jason Horn Francis for not. Um, oh yes, not I adhering know. I to put his that in hot or not. ice bath policy. Um, I should have put that in hot or not. <laughs> And, but that's quite sad because he would have been looking forward to going back and playing in front of his family well, and his friends in Adelaide. It's his know. own fault. He, you know, if, you're yeah. a, if you're a professional footballer in the modern day, you have to commit to that, that level of rehabilitation. You just need to do as you're told. Um, mm. It was different in the early 2000s. So is that what happened? I didn't know that. So what happened with this? Oh, I- well, he hasn't. He hasn't followed the ice bath protocols. And so that's why they're... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they've, they've, they've dropped him as discipline for... That so oh. he might have been, been, you know, being a goose, not taking it seriously. Right, I um, didn't see that information. Yeah, okay. yeah. So right. it's harsh, but it's what David Noble would have wanted to do as well. You know, and it's the reason yeah. why he was in and out. See, um, I was thinking, oh, that sucks. Like he's not going to be able to play in front of his family and friends. Yeah. I didn't actually realise it was as a result of not. But that's just ridiculous. Like, no, well, it's not. If no, I mean, I mean, just do. Follow the. Oh yeah, hun- yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, and if, if you're a, if you're a first year player, you're the number one draft pick. Um, you know your preparation and rehabilitation has to be. Yeah, cool. You're the number one number, draft pick. Yeah. That's amazing, but it you're still part of the team. It's not an yeah. E- yeah it doesn't. To- there's no guarantees with any of that, and I think yeah. that that's what. Um, you know, David Noble was was trying to do with Horn and all the players. Why you know, the, the no one's no one? one's guaranteed. Well, you're asking the wrong guys. That's just like, bizarre. My my professionalism was abysmal when it came to when it came to preparation and ice bars and that sort of stuff. I could never get my head around it. But in the modern day, and also I wasn't paid five hundred thousand dollars a year to do it. So interesting. Mm. We've had a text um, flash from Latrobe. Morning, Holly and Jeeva. Clarko to North is a done deal apparently, and has been for a few weeks now. I'm hearing a probable Thursday next week announcement. I'm looking forward to it. Wow! You heard it first on SEN from Latrobe. Well, it's but it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not confirmed in 
in the media or anything as yet. So, yeah, but that's these the thing. whispers are quite. Um, if it's conf- you know, people if it's seem as though this is happening. Mm, yeah, mm. I'll be looking forward to uh, to finding out whether that's absolutely true. But watch Flash, the space. Thank you. Um, and I wonder if Flash goes for North. And that's he is why a North fan. He is a North yeah, fan. Huge. Well, his, his bedroom is painted. It's always raw, good to have. It's always good to have a um, a fellow shin boner riding into the show. That's for sure because we are few and far between. Flash. So <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm also a shin boner. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Clarko next week. We'll find out. But I would like to find out about this Tassie team first. But. We'll find out, see we'll what see. happens. Let's go to a quick news break now, and then we're going to have an interview. As as um, as you know, we are broadcasting from Strong. Um, we're going to have a bit of a chat to the Strong crew after the short break, uh, and I'm really excited about that. It'll be great. I'm so, so glad that we've been able to broadcast from here this morning. Um, I come to Strong, and we're going to get you um, in the Pilates studio one day as well, Jeeva. Me? Yes. <laughs> Hard pass. No. <laughs> I'm pa- I just told you I wouldn't even have an ice bath. You wait till the <laughs> Recklink um, footy day. I'll be smashing everyone because I've been doing Pilates, and you guys will be thinking, well, how I'm, is she I'm, so strong? I've no doubt there are benefits. That's why. It's not at 40. We'll be back after a short <laughs> break chatting to Joey here from Strong. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 that's right, Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves here with you this morning, Saturdays in Tassie, uh, proudly presenting the show from Strong Hobart this morning, Joey, who runs the show down here, Joey Bender, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Holly. Thanks for having us, broadcast from here. Obviously, I am a Strong Pilates fan, I was here last night, I can't really feel my legs this morning, that's fine. <laughs> Tell us how Strong in Hobart came to be, because it's relatively new. How long has it been here for now? So, we're just coming up on about 12 weeks now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've ticked over that 10-week mark, yep. and it's just taken off so well. Yeah. Um, it, it's gone actually, I, I knew it was going to go well, but it's t- just taken really, taken me by storm and, and we're just killing it right well, now. Well, something so. different here in, in Tassie and something, oh, I mean, something different everywhere strong because it's a mix of, of Pilates, but also you're getting some cardio in there, um, yeah. which I love. But I think as well, what's been really good to see is there's heaps of, blo- there's been a few blokes down here yeah. getting involved in Pilates, like isn't just a, a girl's thing anymore that's right yeah. um, the strength that you can build from from this exercise is is awesome i feel i feel really good but um you so you were a pt before yeah for, for yeah. a while before yeah. starting strong yeah so i was a, i've been in the fitness industry down here for 10 plus years and um it's changed so much over the last 10 years you know when i first started personal training there were just i think it was the first 24 7 gym came to hobart yeah so it was just that like you buy a membership and they just had these um you know, standalone gyms like the Aquatic Centre and, yeah. and Friends. Yeah. And it just went crazy. I mean, you had this change of 24-7 gyms everywhere and then the group training came, CrossFit came. Yeah. Um, F45, you know, BodyFit all came. And uh, I was just sort of, you know, going through the motions and thinking, oh, something's going to come along here. Um, always looking for different ideas to, to bring into the fitness industry. And then... Um, you know, this Strong came along. Um, I knew of the owners. Uh, they actually owned some very successful F45s in Victoria. 
and they were smart and they saw that the fitness industry was changing. Um, they were moving to more low-impact yeah. exercises and as soon as I saw it, I jumped straight on it. I was like, yeah, boom. Something different. Yeah, 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 bring it down. And, um, you know, we're just, as you know, we've got nice full classes, got great membership. And we've, we, we are getting a lot of males. I, I mean, I've yeah, had a, awesome. I've, you know, a lot of my mates have come along and, and um, you know, at the start, you know, we've had a lot of males coming in just to show a bit of support, but they've actually gone, shit. This is actually yeah, good. This, yeah, this is good. Like, yeah. I want to do this. No, well, you know, I, you know, my whole thing is that you know, being fat is cool, um, which <laughs> is not, not, which is not cool, actually. which is not. I'm an oversized forty year old. I know no, where I'm at. You are not. But I think really importantly, Joey, you know, when I walked in uh, this morning, there were just so many friendly faces, and everyone was smiling, and yep. everyone said good day on the way through, and people, every single person that's walked past here has kind of smiled and said good day, yep. and that goes against the gym experiences that that I've had as a you know, as a young male yeah, at, at, at gyms, quite intimidating at, at the gym sometimes. Absolutely, so gym, gyms can, place. Yeah, yeah, gyms can be really difficult to navigate if you haven't got enormous yep. biceps or you can't bench press a smaller Cono van. So, you know, credit to you. It's a really, really classy uh, outfit in here, and it's welcoming and yeah. Um, and that and that's obviously part of the brand. That's that's oh, that's what a, you're trying to achieve. A, absolutely, it's not only a brand thing. It's just from me a personal experience of. Um, Seeing a lot of people, obviously, growing up, I've always been, you know, fairly fit. Um, I've never had any issues with weight, or I've I've been, you know, quite good on that aspect of life. But, um, you know, a lot of my members and my clients over time have struggled with that component, and it can be very daunting to go into a gym sometimes, and yeah. f- for people um, that aren't in the best shape or aren't mentally ready and prepared. So, um, and and what you find with a lot of other gyms, it's so competitive. And, yeah. and it's always comparing, and you're, it's a big mm. comparison. And if you don't look like this, you know you're, you're, you're not, not accepted. Welcome, yeah. um, which is a good thing about the culture we've created here is that everyone's accepted. Everyone's of equal value. You yeah. come in, you're on your own machine the whole time, and you're working at your own pace. You're not competing against each other. Yeah. Um, so that's why people are, have really um, come aboard because it's just you can be as fit as, one of the fittest people out there and 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 have a cracker workout. And then you can be just a beginner and still do your own thing. Yeah. And um, there's there's no competitiveness about it at all. I'm yeah. still very much a beginner when it comes to Pilates. Your <laughs> partner Piri, who who um, instructs some of the classes as well, she has a good laugh at me sometimes with the faces I pull. With some some of this is really hard. We like, laugh with you, yeah. with you, not at you. <laughs> with uh-huh. you, very good. This is okay. a brand motto. I think I think importantly with the machines as well. Yeah, you, know, you, you touched on the competitiveness and the comparisons. Um, so it's all kind of, you know, the machines are wire-based. And so the more yep. you want to get out of it, you can, you know, increase yep. the tension. And so no one sees that, do they? No, So you, you could be on the lowest setting, but you're on a, you're on the wire. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not, no, no one actually knows no. what setting you're on. No, all our, mach- all our reformers, they're staggered. So you've got your, your own reformer. It's got a rowing head at the end of it. They're staggered. So you're not actually looking next to each, to mm. anyone. They're sort of, you know half a metre behind you. Yeah. Um, you, you set your own springs to your own resistance. Um, and, yeah, like when you're in there, it's hard to explain. Hollywood, no. You, you're so concerned about not falling off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and doing the right movement that yeah. you're just completely cuts. looking at yourself in the mirror the whole time. Yeah. So you're in there for 45 minutes. No one's talking to each other. You, you yeah. can chat before and after, but when you're in there and you're not competing against anyone because everyone's, you know, working at their own level. Yeah. Uh, and we just yeah, so it, it's good. Um, 
it was very new to me. Um, I'm quite a competitive person, but I've I've just loved it. You know, yeah. competing against myself and and coming in five six times a week and just getting amongst it. It's and it's all I do now. I, I run and I I do strong Pilates. Yeah, it's awesome. And I know we had we had a um you had a day when was it last week another one before where um you had new people coming in yeah, to try it out yeah. for the first time. But um there is Tough Love Month coming up. Yes. Tell us a little bit yeah. about that because it's a great time. Um if you do want to try out strong Pilates, yeah. now's a, a really good time. Absolutely. Um, to come and join because of, of tough. So love. we've got the tough love challenge. Um, it's a challenge, not a competition. So um, basically, very simple. Uh, we we commit to thirty days. So it's uh, from the fifteenth of August to the fifteenth of September. We want everyone that's doing the challenge to hit at least fifteen sessions in the fifteen days. We're doing giveaways, prizes. Cool. Um, you know, lots of merch giveaways and a few different um, prizes we've got lined up. Uh, and you j- basically all it, all it is is on the first day of the challenge you come in and you hit some benchmarks, side plank, a um, few rowing benchmarks and then come in for as many times as, as you can, train as many times a week as you like, star your name on the big form and then uh, day 30 we do the benchmarks again. No one sees that except the member so yeah. you know, no one's looking at it, we're not comparing them, that's yeah. why it's a challenge for each in- individual. And it's going to be a good good month. We've got about 110 people doing it now, awesome. members. So yeah, yeah cool. um, doing the challenge, and then um, it's going to be a good month. So if you want to get on board, just follow us on the socials. Yeah. Download the Strong app and follow the prompts. And come on in, join me. Join me. I I just I just think it's terrific. I, yeah, you know, I, I it's really, cool. Yeah, you, know, you can really tell an environment when you walk in somewhere and. Uh, you know, credit to you and your staff. I think you know you've really nailed that piece. Little family. That, that, yeah, it doesn't have that gym culture to it you know the 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 heavy uh, you know the kind of really intimidating stuff so um you know and and whilst i play on the fact that you know fat is cool i was once a (laughs) once a professional athlete and the pilates aspect of my program was probably 65 70 percent of my gym program was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, based around flexibility and movement and um you know because as a cricketer you don't want huge muscle mass and um yeah, so yeah. no credit to you, mate. It's a, it's an excellent setup. I appreciate that. No, that yeah. is it. Really is. Um, I think the you know there's always going to be that aspect of people wanting to build muscle and be big and whatnot. But um, where the we are heading in the fitness industry and just in um, society in general, I think we just want to be healthy, mm. fit, and have longevity. So it's perfect, perfect um, the way to make that happen. Yeah, nice, absolutely. No, love it. And love Strong Hobart. So if you do want to um, join and join ahead of Tough Love Month, hit them up on socials. Come down. It really is um, What are, What are your socials, really mate? Quick plug. Time. At Strong Hobart on Instagram. And yeah. then, yeah, you, as I said, you, the best way, just download the app. All the info is on there. Awesome. And then, um, yeah, just follow the prompts. Grab a 10-day experience. Yeah, 10 days. It was like 55 Fif- bucks or something. 50 bucks for 10 days. Yeah, Come in, bucks, try yeah. it. Perfect. That's how confident we are. You'll love it. Yeah. We're just pretty much that's giving away these experience. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then, so that's the way to do it. And um, yeah, contact us anytime, and, and we'll we'll awesome. make it happen for you. Well, it's been awesome to have you on sh- on the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us. Me. We'll have to get you back another time because these boys were chatting off air. They're both NBA nufties. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk some American <laughs> sports. Yes. So we'll have to have you back so that you can uh, you guys can chat away, and I'll just listen because you guys can <laughs> just go on about NBA all day. <laughs> We'll cut to a short break now. We'll have news and we'll be back with round 22 predictions and an injury update. Thank you, Joey, for joining us. Thank you. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. 
get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning. It's been such a fun morning. Been up and about. Yeah, it's been good. It's it's different, been good. Um, different vibe with some people sitting in with us. So, like yeah, a lot of our interviews are, that we do are on the phone, like yeah, having people here nice, is, is really it? cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Now, um, we need to uncover round 20. Uh, the fact that we're in round 22, first of all, is mind blowing. Um, but we. It's. Like, it's gone That's gone so fast. fast. Wait till you're 40. Like, I keep I keep banging on that. How old are you? 23. You act like you're so old, but you're not. 40 is old. No, it's like, not. Like, it is old. I turned old. 40 the other week, and it's the first birthday I've had where I just, I reflected on, oh my, how did I get here? That's not How old. did this happen? 40 is old. You wait. Yeah, it is. You're anyway, let's roll. You're as you feel. Um, yeah. Let's 68. The... Is that <laughs> That's how old I feel, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's do the round 22 injury update for HCI Healthcare Insurance for Easy Health Insurance. Say hi to HCI. St Kilda and Brisbane. Um, I'm going to get you to do the ins and outs. Why? Because I'm really bad at pronouncing. Yeah, I felt bad. The <laughs> last time I was on, I laughed at you. No, and, uh, and then I apologised midweek. I, I felt know. terrible. You're but, so nice. Uh, you're too nice. Like the <laughs> fact that you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, mate. If that's the, it was pretty funny. If though. that's the worst, you're gonna um, Jonathan Kegler ber- was, uh, me on it air. got me, <laughs> got me right in the sweet spot. <laughs> so last night St Kilda Brisbane, that game's been done and dusted. Yeah, Brizzy, uh, we're a bit strong for the Saints. Poor Maxi King, he he gets so much of the footy, he just couldn't get it right in front of the big sticks. But mm. uh, today's game, the, the doggies versus the Giants. Lockie Hunter back in with Ryan Gardner and Stefan Martin, the big ruck. Out goes Alex Keith, who's been omitted. Josh Bruce has managed. Riley Garcia omitted. Toby McLean was the medical You're just so sub clean last with the, week. Every, every player's name is just. But it's it. uh, it's an experience thing, isn't yeah. it? Like I've you been, know every I've been talking about footy ever. forever, yeah. yeah, and I'm fantasy <laughs> footy nuffy, and oh, God. um, I, I love it. I love the footy. NRL nuffy. Not so much the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Stewart killed that experience for us. Yeah. Poor Dorso. Yeah. Uh, for the Giants, in is uh, Callum Brown, Jake Stein, and out goes Braden Pruce, who's injured. Um, James Peatling injured and. Toby Green uh, oh, no. will miss the next couple of weeks. He's out for the rest that of the sucks. year, yeah. which is a real bummer. But I think for the Giants, it makes sense. Get get some of these kids in, Stein and Brown. Um, who have you got there, the, the Doggies and the Giants? Probably the Dogs. Mm, yeah. It probably makes a bit of sense. Giants yeah. look like they've, they've cashed in their Let's chips a little bit. Let's do our tips at the end because I need to have a bit of a think about a couple. Okay, I right. might need to reconsider. You're starting to take this quite seriously. I do take it very seriously. <laughs> Uh, and then we've got uh, the Crows versus Holly's Mob, the Ruse, uh, in Ben Cunnington, which is an amazing story uh, coming off um, uh, a stint while well, the season out with testicular yeah. cancer. Uh, mm. Testicular? Prostate. Prostate. Prostate cancer. Unbelievable. Yeah. I watched the video um, of him in the rooms and announcing his comeback with the team, and it was Very emotional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so beautiful. that's a phenomenal story. Great story. Uh, so guy. good luck to him. Yeah. Uh, ben Mackay back in. I'd love to see them get the win for Ben today. I'd like to see him get a win. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for Ben. Likely. Yeah, probably not. Crows are actually playing okay. Jackson Archer in as well. Uh, mm. Out goes Flynn Perez, who was a sub last week. Hugh Greenwood's been omitted, which is a surprise. Uh, Jason Horn francis omitted. We spoke about him earlier. Um, no ice bath, no play. Fudging plate. around on the ice baths. <laughs> and uh, Josh Walker omitted as well. It's like that no hat, no play boss. <laughs> no ice bath, The high no school, play. you would have had your Legionnaires hat, one of those, <laughs> yeah. you know, those dorky ones cover your neck. You've probably got eight of those in your, in your wardrobe. You're yeah, socially. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Greenwood out is a is an interesting one. I wonder yeah. whether that's a cue in the rack scenario, or if they haven't liked the way he's gone know. about it. 
uh, he, he's important for their midfield when he's when he's up. You know, he's a big body, he tackles. Yeah. Um, probably lacks a little bit of the uh, bit of the polish going forward, but um, you know if they can surround him with good ball users, uh, he he's the ball that they need. Yeah. Uh, for the Crows, uh, Riley Philthorpe and Tom Duday come back in, and out goes Ben Davis, who was a sub last week. Elliot Himmelberg and Will Hamill. Mm, all right. Okay. Uh, Gold Coast play Geelong. Where's that? Uh, I'm you know? just having a look now. I was hoping your Oh, yeah, sorry. Little sheet, you've I, I stitched me this. up here. Sorry about that. Metricon. Oh, okay. Yep. So go, the, the Gold Coast play quite well up there. Mm. In, Geelong will still have it. I think so, yeah. They're playing good, pretty good footy. Sam yep. Day's in with Sam Flanders for the Suns and out go Jeremy Sharp, Nick Holman and Rory Atkins, who was a sub last week. Speaking of people who don't use the ball all that <laughs> well, poor Rory. He gets a lot of it too when um, he plays, but he, yeah. uh, he butchers it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for the Cats, Rowan is in. Joel Selwood back in. Mark Blitzarves and Patrick Dangerfield. Out go Isaac Smith, who's been managed. So a bit of rest for Isaac. Jonathan Segula, who was, a medis, uh, was the sub last week. Luke, Dowha- Luke Dowhouse is out. Mark O'Connor managed Mitch Duncan managed so they're, they're starting to rescue, rest a few of the cats were Joel and Patrick rested last week yeah you kind of wondered yeah. Danger had a couple of weeks I think with a, yeah. a calf niggle oh, okay, uh, yeah. Selwood was, was rested I believe Blitzars was, was given the week off as well yeah. um, he, he, he puts in a power work Mark Blitzars as he plays right goes forward back yeah. midfield tags uh, he's a really unique footballer in the modern day plays, plays all roles well yeah um the next game, Melbourne, Melbourne. Colton, That'd huge game, huge craps, game. Cra- craps. My goodness. <laughs> you <laughs> apologies, made fun of me. apologies to everyone. I wasn't reading that though. <laughs> that was a slip. Sincerest apologies That's to hilarious. everyone. <laughs> uh, Cripps, Patrick Cripps remains in the team, uh, which is imp- which is important. Uh, Liam Stocker comes back in with Mark Pitnett, the uh, the big ruckman. Liam Stock is an interesting one. They got him in the draft a couple of years ago. They gave away a future first to get him to Adelaide. Yep. Probably hasn't quite lived up to, to where they had hoped, having given away that, that, that additional first-round pick. But yep. uh, he's a player of the future. And out goes Paddy Dow, who's a, the former number three or four pick. He definitely hasn't lived up to, to expectations. Tom De, Tom DeConing's omitted, which is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. I reckon that's more of a rest. He's, he's been playing quite well in, in Pitnett's absence. And Will Setterfield has been omitted as well for the D's. No wins. Uh, out goes James Harms, the medical sub from last week. Yeah. Uh, Frio and West Coast. Frio, West Coast in Sam Sitkowski. Yep. Uh, and out goes Liam Henry, who was a sub last week, and Matt Tabiner, who's injured. He's important for them, Tabiner. He gives them a little bit of hope up forward. Mm-hmm. And when he's when he's up and about and, and covering the ground, he's a you know really important player for them. Uh, so a big out for them. Uh, for the Eagles, income Hugh Dixon, Jackson Nelson, Josh Rotham. Out, Bailey Williams, Josh Kennedy, who's suggested as managed. He's actually retired. Yeah. Uh, so he's pulled the, bin, pulled the pin. Uh, amazing career. Um, yeah. Tim Kelly out suspended with, and Willie Rioli out with personal reasons. Interesting, uh, during the week, reading some of the analysis around the trade, the West Coast Colton trade, Chris yeah. Judd for Josh Kennedy. Um, uh, there was, who was a little, his name escapes him now, a little West Coast uh, crummer that, that came across in that, in that trade. Of course, Kennedy won a flag with West Coast. Yeah. And... Uh, 
uh, Chris Judd, no flags for Colton. So you, yeah. you'd have to think West Coast would look on that trade and, and be quite happy with what they got in Kennedy. Yeah, Phenomenal footballer for their club. Yeah. A great ambassador for the game as well. Yeah. Real role model for kids. Yeah, 100%. Um, Moving into Richmond Hawthorne. So for Richmond in Shane Edwards, out go Jack Ross, Jason Castagna. Uh, both omitted uh, in for Hawthorne Liam Shields out Sam Butler omitted Connor McDonald managed uh, Connor McDonald shown a little bit in the last few weeks I'm quite happy with the way he's gone uh, for Richmond Jack Ross being out that surprises me a bit he's um, he seems to be in and out quite a bit for that team I quite like the way he goes about it he gets yeah. a little bit of the footy um, so yeah interesting game there the, the Tiggies need to keep winning the Hawks are, are kind of done on the season yeah um, but um, I'm, which surprises me surprises me that they they bring Shills in. Yeah. Um, he's been in and out this year. His older age, um, you know, potential to, you know, maybe trade or, or retirement for Shills. I don't, mm. you know, given his career, it's been you know glittered with premierships yeah. and really high Crazy. level. Whether or not he wants to finish his time at the Hawks, in and out of their senior team, just through the, the list management age mm. demographic. Um, Sydney Collingwood, no ins for Sydney. Out is Ben Ronk, who was the sub last week uh, for Collingwood. Trent Bianco, the only out as the as the sub. Uh, Essendon versus Port Adelaide, the last game of the rounds. Uh, in is Dylan Shill, Jai Cordwell, Nick Bryan. Out go Harrison Jones, Will Snelling, Ben Hobbs, James Stewart. Uh, Dylan Shill, Jai Cordwell back in. I, I think that gives Essendon their first real crack at full midfield for the year. Kyle Langford back and, and starting to hit his straps. Yep. Um, I think Andrew McGrath is back in that team. So they're, they're you know, starting to come into full health. Um, and they're, you know, they're playing some reasonable football. They weren't great last week, but no. um, they've been going quite nicely. For Port Adelaide, uh, Mitch Georgiades and Todd Marshall. Uh, Georgiades getting a lot of interest from clubs yeah. in the state out of contract. So interesting to see what he does. Yeah, that will be. He's had a really good year as he well. Has, yeah. Nice footballer, beautiful head of hair. You'd agree. <laughs> really nice full head of hair. I don't know why I noticed that, but whenever I watch him play, that's the first thing that comes hair. to mind. Like, wow, great hair. Out Bryn Tickle, uh, Robbie Gray's been managed. Trent McKenzie out of the team as well. Very good. That is our injury update, all thanks to HCI for Easy Healthcare Insurance. Say hi to HCI. We'll go to a short break and then we're going to we'll wrap up the show going through our tips for the week. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Holly Fowl and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning for Saturdays in Tassie round 22. Lions got up last night. Uh, today though we've got Bulldogs and Giants. Who have you got? Other uh, doggies. Doggies? Yeah, pretty comfortably too I think. Yep, I would agree. Uh, then the Crows and North. Uh, Crows. Sorry, I am sorry. I, I'm desperate. I know, I'm desperate yeah. for the Roos to win, for, particularly for Ben Cunnington. Value if North got up though, five dollars well, fifty on five fifty against Adelaide. It's fifteenth versus eighteenth, and yeah. you can get five fifty for yeah. the eighteenth place team. That, that might be worth a little ten dollar you know wager what? if you. Yeah. If you want to, if you if you're that way inclined, who <laughs> who are you taking? Who is Adelaide? 
Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, Crows and Geelong. Yeah, cats, I think. Cats, of course. Yeah. How, how excited was Bailey about his cats? I know, he loves the oh, cats. Oh, my goodness. His head nearly hit the roof when he was yeah, beaming with pride. Yep. Proud, uh, proud cats, man. Uh, Melbourne and Carlton at the G. Uh, I think the D's. Yeah, they at their very best. They, yeah, that I, was good last week. I still think they're they're the best team in the comp. Uh, cats are good, but mm. uh, you know we, we've seen it from the D's. They're, they're destructive. Once they get going, there's just no stopping them. Oliver yeah. Petrarca. Yeah. Gone. What a midfield. Yeah, pretty good. Who who are you taking there? Melbourne. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, then we got Frio and West Coast. Yeah, Frio. I think even with Tabin are out and. Yeah, their, their forward structure can struggle a little bit. The Crows, uh, not the Crows, uh, the Dockers. Um, uh, yeah, the Eagles have yeah they've, they've cashed out on the season. I think emotionally they've, they've checked out. Yep. Uh, quickly before this ad, Richmond and Hawks. Hawks. Sydney and Collingwood. Collingwood. Essendon and Port. Bombers. Mm, interesting, interesting. All right, we'll go to a break now. Uh, then we'll have our last break to wrap up the show. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning. Before we get out of here, though, I've got a few questions to ask you, Jeevesy. I want yeah. you to make a few predictions. I don't for like me. this without notice either. <laughs> You've kind of I know, you stitched don't like me it, up. But it's okay. Um, so round twenty-two, obviously round twenty-three next week. Then uh, we are going into finals time. Um, now I want you to make a few predictions for me. Who do you think is going to be in the final? Two teams, obviously. Who's going to the be the grand finals? final? Yep. Melbourne, Geelong. If they can be on either side of the draw, it'll be Melbourne, Geelong. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Brownlow. Brownlow this year. Crips. Crips. In the it, and it'll be it of craps. craps. <laughs> it'll be controversial as well. Yeah. Given okay. the events of the week, yeah. but he's going to win it. Yep. All right. I think so too. Um, Coleman. Um, who is atop the Coleman at the moment? Um. Who's in front? Uh, Harry Mackay? No, the, he's uh, Charlie Kerner, the winner. Okay, and yep. uh, Wooden Spoon. Uh, <laughs> you're rude, Sandler. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, they're not paying five fifty for it either. Absolutely not. <laughs>